Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy on December 26th of 2023. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to discuss some of the anime we've been watching, none of which aired on Toonami this week because they're just showing reruns. Mm -hmm. So this is actually probably going to be a kind of short episode, baby. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, anyway, so I don't think there's any new news about anything Toonami related yet. Um, we've still just got, you know, another week of marathons. Then we have the uh, Attack on Titan Article 4, Chapter 8, <laughs> and really... <laughs> I got to milk that joke. I'm not going to be able to make it again um, after. It oh, airs. you might. You might. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, Attack on Titan, Um, the final chapters um, two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, so we've gotten. Um, right. So I guess we just move in to it. Um. And we have The Eminence in Shadow, episode 32, end of the second uh, season. And uh, we, yeah, basically, we went straight from the first to second season, didn't we? We didn't even have any pauses for the podcast, I mean. I thought we did. I can't remember. Well, anyway... Eminence in Shadow, episode 32. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I I was looking at my screen and I saw the word spy family. And oh, I, okay. Uh, I, I thought that's what you said. No, Eminence said, yeah, you're right about that. I I was thinking spy family. I'm Don't sorry. worry. They're series that are very easy to confuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we have, uh, right. So, last episode, I said that I thought Sid one-shot it, the bad guy. No, he doesn't one-shot it, but um, he, he does beat it pretty quickly and easily. <laughs> uh, the other bad guy who showed up, well, he gets beaten by the uh, other Shadow Garden people. And he does uh, helpfully say, oh yeah, there's like multiple universes and they all go around this universe thing and when they collide, they become two, one universe. Like our universe mm -hmm. had something like that, but then it collided and then magic got introduced and things like that. Um, so basically, uh, after we get that kind of lore dump, they um talk about yeah they mentions that basically they have like gateways to other dimensions and stuff and um that sort of stuff anyway what ultimately happens is that sid um yeah sid beats the yeah i got to mix up sid beats uh, like the monster that was summoned so but then he fights the other guy and then they just end up in space and sid uses his atomic attack again mm -hmm. um and beats him. Uh, then he comes uh, back, and then he, but then he gets, um, uh, he apparently activates the gate or something, gets sucked into an alternate universe, which apparently <laughs> is um, Earth, or at least the Earth he was from. Uh, because remember that girl we saw in the first episode? Yeah, we see her again, and except she's older. And then, um, well, then she gets kidnapped again. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. 
And Sid again shows up now in all the eminence gear um, and stuff shows up and rescues her again. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I was greatly disappointed by this. Um, hoping for a big, big reveal or something at the end. And all we get is a reverse Isekai, as people were calling it. Uh, he kind of gets reverse Isekai back into his old world. And we don't see anything of what's happening with Rose or any of that. And that kind of just gets forgotten about because now... Sid is in an, his old world. He's back, and uh, this old world isn't really all that interesting. So I hope he gets Isekai back from being reverse Isekai to his older Isekai world. And um, uh, hopefully, this third season isn't like a season all about his old world because it honestly wasn't that interesting. Well, we're not, it's not another season. It's a movie that's coming up to continue it. Uh, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair in regards to going to his old world, we've at least gotten some indications that stuff has shifted considerably. Like there is some stuff about how it's being, it's dangerous out at night. It looked like there was some science fiction stuff going on the main the the girl apparently got referred to as some what was it they called her like like savior or something she apparently had something important so it it, it at least looks like it's not just our world again like stuff has changed somehow but we don't know the specifics yet mm-hmm. um well anyway but this is it we finally got to pay off for that first episode um, that we spent the whole time wondering what was the point of that episode. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, in the light novels, originally that first episode it took place like here. It um, we had a flashback to this stuff, and then Sid came back to his world. That uh, it they put it chronologically at the start of the series, which I guess in some ways it kind of works in that. You know, you have that there, and then you're like, oh, wow, here's that character again. I wonder what will happen. But on the other hand, I still think it gave people a pretty wrong impression of the show based on the first episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I, I I, didn't like that first episode because it was just so different from everything else that it uh, completely uh, changed worlds and stuff i i i i guess if you're gonna have an isekai you gotta have a world you got isekai from so uh i guess they had to do it that way but it it wasn't my favorite way to begin a series oh no no several isekai series just start with the protagonist in the alternate um world like, like with no information about their previous life. I know of at least two series that specifically say, oh, yeah, well, I don't have any memories of my previous life. Um, so he, which makes you think, why is it even an isekai then? <laughs> which ones are those? Uh, there was, um, 
a black summoner because it explains that in order to be more power when he was getting reincarnated because like he talked to some goddess or whatever he's he um to basically get higher stats he traded in his memories of his past life so he doesn't remember any of them the other one mm-hmm. was a uh, one uh was reincarnated as a sword where he's <laughs> just a sword and he doesn't remember his past life. I think he might remember like some general things about Earth, but not anything about his past life. Um, of the two, for the record, I didn't like Black Summoner. I've only seen a few episodes of Reincarnated as a Sword, but it seemed okay so far, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's I mean it's not as crazy as a vending machine or an apple or a putter. That one, Little that sister's putter. That wasn't an isekai, though. <laughs> that wasn't an isekai. Okay. <laughs> no, that was just a, a manga about a guy who got reincarnated as his sister's putter. It looked like it had a bunch of dumb fan service from what I read of it, though. So, but still, not an isekai. We're talking isekai here. What? <laughs> But yeah, uh, Sid coming back to his world, like, if we actually see it's changed, I could see it being interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know, is it a reverse isekai if the person just goes back to their world? Usually I thought that's more of a term for when someone from an alternate world ends up on, uh, Earth. Mm. Um, like, yeah, I'm actually Like not... if Alexia ended up on... Sid's old world, right? Is yeah, that something like mean? that. I was thinking, what what are some examples of reverse? There's got there's a bunch of them, and for some reason, I'm blanking on um all the reverse isekai um series. Now now I just need to see um the familiar zero reverse isekais in the final credits, but uh, that that again that was the final credits after. Uh, the whole show was pretty much over, so um, I don't know if that counts. No, that's just them going back. A reverse isekai isn't just a character who goes back and forth between um, worlds, because there's several series that were like that. There was, um, I, let's see, I got a cheat skill in another world and got, uh, what was it, I um, got... What was the full what name? What about Inuyasha? And, um, yes, that that would be well. Technically, that's time travel, but it might as well be isekai. Uh, yeah. Okay, the series I was talking about. I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, by the way, one of the most blatant wish fulfillment isekai I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, oh, I go to this alternate world. Now I'm super strong. I come back to this world. Oh wow, I'm super handsome now. <laughs> um. But uh, that, that that was one that involves going back and uh, forth and things. There's like several. There was another one, but I can't remember. Like saving eighty thousand gold for my retirement or something was it. I, I can't remember exactly how all of it went. But yeah, there there's some reverse isekais. I'm just for some reason blanking on all of them. Okay, okay let me let me just grant um. See if I can see some of this um, stuff. Um, well, I, in the meantime, while I try to look up examples of something that I should actually know some great examples of, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the episode or the series? 
in the series? Well, um, I think I'll save that talk for our end of year show, but uh, this episode was a little disappointing. Okay. Oh, Dad. Um, oh, Uncle from Another World. Well, no, that's him going to another isekai and then he comes back. That was a comedy series. It's about this guy who's been in this coma for like a decade or two or something. And he comes back and then it turns out the whole time he was just on an isekai adventure. And now he has, but he has his powers still in this world. <laughs> so there's a bunch of jokes about him like fighting. Oh, I'm not going like, like discovering all the changes that have happened in the world. Oh, yeah, boy, calling me. I guess that's technically an isekai. The devil is a part-timer. Okay, I remember that one, but I heard that series got kind of not great later. Man, there just don't seem to be that many reverse isekais. I feel like there's a bunch of stuff. It's got to be some series where people from another world come here and do stuff. But, um, yeah. Okay, so we wasted everyone's time with all that, I guess. Um, no, it's not a waste. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we, I mean, I know some ones where there's, uh, like, back and forth, there's, uh, there was a one called Summon to Another World for a Second Time, uh, it didn't seem that great, and I didn't hear great things about it, but, uh, yeah, it's about someone who just gets isekai to a world they were previously isekai to. <laughs> Then there's no. This is one of my favorite. This this premise is great. Some uh, new series called. Uh, dang, maybe I mentioned this last episode. If so, I apologize because I remember explaining this. I'm thinking, did I say it on the podcast or was this what I told my brother? It was um next season, Doctor Elise. It's about someone. It goes for everything. It's isekai, reverse isekai, and regression, and a villain. One of those villainess series. It's about this person. Oh, she was like the ruler, but she was uh like really uh, evil and stuff and got overthrown and executed. And then she goes, and then she gets reincarnated to our world. It's like, okay, I'll do better this time. And, uh, and, and, you know, things are great, except then she's in a plane crash and dies. And then it goes back to her old world earlier in her life. And is like, I'm going to do it right this time. Kind I guess kind of like Tier Moon Empire, but with more isekai, um, and uh, probably and probably less jokes, uh, but <laughs> so there's that. Okay, we can go on and on and on and on about isekai stuff. <laughs> there's there's just so much of it. Um. Okay, Eminence in Shadow. Uh. General thoughts. Um. I'll say. So I was going to say Eminence in Shadow is kind of weird to me in that it's a series that I sometimes really like and a series I sometimes really don't like. But then I realized how many series I watched this year fit that description. Um, uh, I would say, so there's some stuff I really didn't like. Some point, I remember there were a few, some points where it's like, oh, do I even want to keep going with this series? But other times it was pretty fun. And so it all averages out to being definitely on the better side. There's definitely more good than bad in it. I just kind of wish it had dropped the bad and focused just on the good. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have more to say on Friday, so. Okay. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, on the, but like I said, definitely more good than bad on the whole. I, um, enjoyed it. It was a good pick. There we go. Uh, to watch. <laughs> and, uh, when the movie comes out, I, uh, well, I will be interested in seeing it. So there you go. That's, that, that's, I, I guess can be considered a thumbs up. 
Uh, I don't know when it'll be. The annoying thing about movies is that they take so much longer to be available in English. Maybe they'll put it in theaters. They sometimes do that with um, uh, series. They put it like briefly in theaters in the U.S. They did it with the Konosuba movie. They did. Um, did they do it with Made in Abyss? I'm not sure. What uh, they, they? I know they did it with Demon Slayer, but you know that was Demon Slayer. Okay, so we have talked way too much about things that have nothing to do with the series we were watching. Well, I guess talking about Isekai is kind of related. Any last things uh, to say about it? No. No, I'll, uh, again, I'll, uh, I'll say more on Friday. So, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right, now that we're done with that, we have... Spy Family, two episodes, episodes 34 and 35. I'm glad we went through this because it meant that we um, got to the end of this arc before the end of the year. So, uh, basically, on our episodes, um, we fin basically, Yor manages to beat the remaining assassins with some help from Anya, who is actually able to figure out the situation. It does throw your her weapon uh, back your, your doesn't know that Anya threw it um uh also Lloyd does find out about how there are bombs on the ship because those were discovered so he poses as a member of the security if which you know if it was that easy to do it do you think some of the assassins would have done that and I don't think any of them did maybe maybe Lloyd is just that great at disguises he is pretty good, I think. Anyway, he's able to defuse one of them. Anya manages to find one and get someone to look at it. Lloyd ends up again dealing with it, but decides there's not time to um, to disarm it. So he just grabs it, runs with it, throws it off the ship. And by pure coincidence, it happens to land right um, in the sort of lifeboat that two of the bad guys were trying to escape in and kills them both, apparently. So uh, the the family that uh your was protected ends up uh they're they're safe everything's great they go off uh all the assassins are beaten everyone has a they manage to they enjoy the rest of their vacation then we get a bit at the end where anya tries to uh anya's tr thinking everyone will be really impressed by them going on a ship but since a bunch of the ki kids there are really rich no one cares because their stories are more interesting Anya tries to embellish things uh, with, like, squid people so no one takes her seriously. Then everyone, mm -hmm. all the men, then, like, Yor, and, there's a funny bit at the end where, you know, Yor, Lloyd, and um, Yuri are telling Anya, no, you shouldn't lie to people. And then they all real think about, oh, yeah, we're totally lying to everyone. <laughs> and uh, then that's the end of the episode and uh, the arc, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, very entertaining arc. Uh, maybe my favorite arc of this series so far. Um, uh, I I feel like um, they the whole uh, bomb thing was a little too easily solved. Like. More people didn't notice that bomb going off. Like some of them, were like, oh, it must have been fireworks. <laughs> it's like that must have been a really weak bomb then, because it 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 would have been a lot louder and more destructive had it been like you know as big a bomb as 
they tried to say it was. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I really liked how Anya had to be in on everything. That was pretty entertaining. How she went around and she went from. Sorry, um, she went from you know that playroom. Uh, the she helped your and she helped uh, Lloyd and um, I'm sorry I got Eminence and Shadow on the mind and I'm <laughs> almost saying oh I almost said Sid there. Uh, like I said, yeah. they're series that are very easy to confuse with each other. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, no, I, I just think it was a very good arc. I do. Yep. I enjoyed it. Yep. A, a good one. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it had some good uh action stuff. I mean, maybe at some points it might have stiffed on the animation a little, but we still like add action. There was some funny stuff, especially with Anya. Uh, the bomb things kind of felt a little like they like they were just put at the end because they need wanted Aloy to do more in the arc. Mm -hmm. But yeah, pr pretty pretty good arc, good wrap up. Um, and that will be it for Spy Family for this year. We'll watch the remaining two episodes. Um, well, at the start of two thousand twenty four. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've got there. The only other comment I guess I had is a question of why aren't more people using guns in these fights? <laughs> it's because it, so many are like using swords or knives or whatever. And you just think, yeah, but guns are kind of better than those. I mean, I guess maybe in some cases, yeah, you'd want like a knife or whatever, but it is a little, uh, weird that like the assassins are just using these other things but i don't know maybe they couldn't get them on the ship but some of the others did i don't know i guess that's a bit of a nitpick so then we've got the last one shangri-la frontier episode five so uh sunraku and uh what, what's the name of the um rabbit again emil uh that's it uh man fight the boss working together they managed to um beat it uh, he, then, um, we find out that, uh, Emil can, uh, at least temporarily transform into a, uh, into, like, a girl, which Sunraku, like, is a, thinks to himself about how this must be something to try to appease furries, or, he says something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, a bunch of people, uh, did take, a n note of the picture of him with the, uh, Emil before. Four, which gets a bunch of attention because no one knows what that's about. Uh, ultimately, he does get um, attacked by uh, this other player who they he apparently knows from some other game. They talked as if they knew each other from something. And uh, then I guess they're going to fight. And yeah, that's basically the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I wasn't really interested in this one too much. I think my problem with it is it just feels like a video game, and there's it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like I you know I'm 
trying to follow along with that character as he, uh, you know, accomplishes some bigger goal. It's just kind of like, okay, he's playing a video game. And that that's kind of how it feels to me. Well, I... I uh... So I wasn't huge on this episode either. I, I kind of thought most of the boss fight, as they would say, was kind of boring. And also the thing where, like, you know, everyone's, you know, talking with each other about him was kind of a little uh, boring. But some of the other stuff was good. I mean, I thought Sunraku and Emil's interactions were kind of funny. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like we at least are getting something more at the end because... Uh, you know, all that character we um, who shows up is in the theme song, so she's presumably important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a nice... Uh, that's a problem with theme songs. They totally tell you who's going to be the important characters. <laughs> um, except for Bobobo. They actually have a character who's featured in the theme song as if he's going to, like, be a part of the main group, but then he never joins. Mm-hmm. Um... And, uh, I, yeah, unfortunately I don't have too much to say about this episode. My brother actually, he was mentioning that he, he's, uh, he, after I kind of told him about the series and how I thought it had like a a good first episode, he like actually just watched the whole thing and he's current with it. So at least that's an endorsement from him. Then again, (laughs) he recommended, um, anime that I didn't like that much. So, uh. I think he's got about a 50% record um, in terms of telling me <laughs> anime I end up liking. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I, 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 have, I still have some um, hopes for this series. I, I, the beginning I thought was strong. I, just the last few episodes, I've, I've been a little weak. But, I, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's still decent, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it for that series and i guess that's it for our discussion wow even with as many tangents as we went by we got this done in what like half an hour Mm -hmm. i guess we can give our rankings okay um this week i huh you know, I, I'm just going to be nice to Shangri-La Frontier and give it a third place slot, even though probably technically I d- did enjoy Spy Family both episodes more than it. But I'll give it a third place here. I'll give The Eminence and Saddle second place. First place is obviously Spy Family. So um, it finishes out the year for the record tied with Food Wars and Konosuba in the uh, top three uh, table, but none of those shows are even in the top five. Hmm. So, uh, which does sound surprising, but again, that has a lot to do with the order we watch things in and my personal. Well, there's, there's uh, also the fact, I mean, if you're counting just points, you, you, we need to remember some shows we had a lot more episodes of than others. Right. Yeah. Like and I, there was a lot of, a lot of weeks we bought only four things and uh, three of them had to make it on. And, and like, but yeah, numbers matter. Also. Like Eminence in Shadow, we watched, uh, a, we watched like nearly three times as many episodes of that <laughs> this year than we saw Spy Family. So, <laughs> so 
So you got to somehow take those into account. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yep, that's it. So next week we'll be, uh, well, not next. Okay. So we'll have. What are your, what are your top three? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say, um, the same as you. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought I mentioned that and forgot I didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, we're going to do one more. What's going to happen is we're going to have two episodes this week or maybe next week, considering um, we're sometimes a bit lazy at getting these things up. <laughs> uh, but we'll do that, and that will be our ranking of the series we watched uh, this year. Um, and then after that, we'll go back to our regular stuff. What we're, we're currently planning, uh, because we're, you know, finished with eminence and shadow now at, and things and also we bit sorry i'm stammering basically the current plan for next week is that we'll uh, keep watching spy family chagra la frontier one episode of each of those we'll go back to my teen romantic comedy snafu after a break that ended up being about twice as long as i um said, said it would be <laughs> and we're also going to be checking out the live action Netflix One Piece series. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have all that to look forward to along with our um rankings. We'll see how much we disagree on some series and how mm-hmm. much we agree on others. Mm-hmm. And that is it for everything this uh episode then. And I've got nothing else to say. We'll see you next time. Bye.